This is AWLS, Podcasts on Wilderness Medicine, from the University of Utah School of Medicine. Hi, this is Richard Ingebretson from the University of Utah School of Medicine. We're talking about search and rescue techniques and um, how to find uh, people who are lost. Nothing more important in that is what's called the Incident Command System, or the ICS. And uh, the uh, ICS is the model tool for command control and the coordination of a response and provides a means really to coordinate the efforts of the individual agencies as they work toward the common goal of stabilizing uh, an incident and protecting life, property, and the environment. Um, this uh, The ICS uses principles that have been proven over many, many decades to improve the efficiency and also the effectiveness in a somewhat of a business setting and applies these principles to the emergency response. The problem is that we live in an extremely complex world and uh, when people respond to emergencies, there's many, many agencies that usually show up uh, to do that. And so you have to have co- uh, cooperation uh, from the uh, agencies and work together. And it's the ICS which kind of coordinates, uh, coordinates that. So uh, over time, there's been a big movement towards using an ICS structure for emergency response. So it's therefore uh, likely that when you do get involved with search and rescue that you will uh, function under an ICS uh, environment. In any emergency, including search and rescue, response and operations are definitely not what we would say to be business as usual. The ICS was actually developed in the 1970s in response to a series of major wildland fires that occurred in Southern California. The ICS uh, was developed with sort of this common organizational structure. If you look at them, at an ICS, there, there are the, there's these five major components to it. And the first one is command, and then there is planning, uh, operations, logistics, and finally there's the whole administration end of an ICS, which usually includes, includes uh, the finance to it. Um, the five major components uh, are basically the foundation of this ICS organization, and they kind of develop naturally as the organization of an ICS developed. In uh, small-scale incidences, all the components may be managed by a single person, and that is usually typical in a search and rescue. Uh, they call that the incident commander or the IC. Uh, in large-scale uh, incidents where there's a lot of agencies involved in broad issues, uh, uh, they usually require that each component or section is made up of an ICS separately. Uh, the ICS organization really has the capability to expand or contract to meet the needs of the incident and, and but all incidents, regardless of size or even of their complexity, will have an incident commander, the IC. A basic incident command uh, uh, operating guidelines is that the IC is responsible for the on-scene management until another command authority is transferred uh, to someone else, who then becomes the incident commander. The incident commander is really uh, central to a, a good operation, and uh, uh, this is the, the person who's in charge at the incident and really has to be fully uh, qualified to manage kind of a response. If you organize your own search and rescue and you go through uh, these principles, somebody needs to organize all of them and someone needs to be able to uh, communicate with all uh, factors of people who are searching and develop clues and 
uh, develop search areas and so forth. Some of the duties would be like uh, command activities. Uh, they've got to protect life. They've got to protect property. Um, they've got to control personnel and all the resources uh, that are going to be used. They've got to be accountable for the responders as well. They do have to be uh, establish their own command and ensure the responder's safety. Uh, they have to kind of uh, list the, the priorities of what is going to be done first. And that can be a problem because a lot of people have different opinions about that. And they have to determine the operational uh, kind of objectives. They have to do things like uh, come up with the incident action plan. That is, who's going to go where, who's going to search, what are the goals, what's the hasty team, what's the containment area. And they have to develop the structure around that. Uh, they have to take a look at all their resources and uh, decide whether they need additional help. They have to coordinate all the activities and the, all the agencies. And somewhere along the way, they have to keep track of all the costs. Uh, the IC, the incident commander, uh, has to have some ability to be assertive, decisive. Uh, they have to be objective and they have to be calm and they have to be a quick thinker because a lot of times things happen very quickly when you get out into a search uh, situation. Uh, to handle all the responsibilities of this uh, very critical role, they also need to be adaptable. Uh, they have to be flexible. They have to be realistic and uh, understand uh, the, their own limitations. They need to have the capability to delegate uh, to the appropriate people. Uh, the incident commander will be the senior first responder to arrive at the scene. An additional responder to arrive command may transfer based on who has primary authority uh, of the overall incident and maybe the overall experience as well. If you have to state what is the most important thing the incident commander does, it'd be hard to say, but probably the first priority is always going to be the, the uh, safety and the life of the emergency responders and if any public or other people are around. And you also, the incident commander has to be determining the strategy that will minimize the effect of the incident on the people in the surrounding area. In smaller events, the incident commander is really responsible for planning, but that will change. And if, if the incident is on a large scale, the, ID, uh, the IC will establish sort of like this planning section. The planning section's function includes collection and evaluation, uh, and even the dissemination of the information about the development of the incident and the status of uh, the resources. Uh, the, the, they might even develop an operations section. Uh, which would be then responsible for carrying out the response activities uh, that would, would be developed in the action plan. The operations section would have a chief who would then coordinate activities and also has primary responsibility for receiving and uh, implementing the, uh, pl the action plan. The operation chief uh, would function under the incident commander and would report to the IC and would determine the required resources and organizational structure uh, to carry out the search. The operations section chief main responsibilities are to direct and coordinate the operations, ensure the safety of the operations personnel, and to assist the IC in developing um, the goals and the objectives for the incident. And this all happens pretty quickly. Uh, the, the, um, the operations chief would actually then uh, implement the, uh, the action plan. You could have a, a logistics section that would be responsible for providing the facilities, the services, the material. That would also provide the personnel to operate the requested equipment for an incident. Um, this section takes on the great significance in a long-term or extended operations, of course, 
And it's also important to note that the logistics section functions are really geared to support the incident responders. For example, the medical unit in a logistics section would provide care for the incident responders, but not the, the civilian uh, people who might be involved. Uh, the finance section, uh, although it's sometimes overlooked, is critical for tracking costs and reimbursement of, and accounting. Unless costs and financial operations are carefully recorded and justified, uh, reimbursement of cost is difficult, if not impossible. So the, the structure of an incident command can be very complex or it can be very simple based on the search and uh, the, uh, the, what's going on in the particular incident. Again, it's always useful to get help from people uh, from search and rescue teams uh, that have experience in this area and can assist in any search. Well, this ends the podcast on the incident command. Uh, thank you for listening.